Hey, this is Amy with intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. And if you've been listening to my show recently, I just did a series on how to be a mature and responsible adult. More suggestions and tips and guidelines. Ultimately, you have to figure out yourself, right? And I just wanted to put some guidance out there to help you start to have that conversation with yourself, no matter how old you are. It's not about age. It's about energy. And so as I was reviewing the shows from that series, and I, I think there are there, there are going to be about three more shows in that series, I did want to start to give you some reference tools. Um, when I when I look back on that content, I was giving you a summary so you could start the inquiry. And so now I want to give you a little bit of meat to help you start to figure out what it means to be a mature and responsible adult for you. And so we're going to talk about setbacks and disappointments and some tips to help you navigate those. All right. So setbacks and disappointments happen. They are a part of life. As I said in the series in that section, I think it was um, the hard things or dealing with hardships. I think it was dealing with hardships. So if setbacks and disappointment happen, and now as you become a mature and responsible adult is figuring out your approach for these inevitable things that happen. My spirit guides are saying, think about it like a very minor health issue you might have. Maybe you, you get headaches from time to time or you you might have a muscle that you pull periodically. All the ways in which you take care of yourself, you, you keep yourself healthy, meaning it hasn't become a chronic issue. It's something that flares up from time to time. All those systems that you have in place to navigate that so it doesn't get worse and you can return to a state of feeling good is the same approach I want you to take to understanding setbacks and disappointments. These are just some tools in your toolkit to help you get back to feeling good. So number one, when it comes to setbacks and disappointments, Acknowledge that they happen. I can't stress that enough. I think uh, we we pursue goals and we pursue the life of our dreams and we get so excited about it. But we forget with every journey, there are setbacks and disappointments, even if we're doing the thing we really want to do. And so first and foremost, anytime you experience a setback or disappointment, there's no reason to quit. Just declare that it's an opportunity for a fresh start. It's a new day. It's a new beginning. But this time you get to start with all the knowledge and understanding that you've gained since your last start. So it's a win-win. So it might be maybe you're working on a particular goal in your business or in your life and you're going, 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 you're seeing wins and then you go through a period of time where Maybe you're not showing up as enthusiastically as you once were. Instead of seeing that as, oh my God, it's over. I must not be good at this. Oh, it's done. 
I want you to see it, see it and say, oh, well, this is just an opportunity for a fresh start. And I have all the knowledge of when it was rolling beautifully. And I even have the knowledge of what led me to this moment. And I get to use that and make it an even better fresh start. So every time you go through a disappointment, see it as a fresh start. Now, I want to be clear here. This isn't about throw the baby out with the bathwater and just start all over. You're still working on the thing, right? I think sometimes this message can be misinterpreted and someone will think, oh, I started that business and I had a setback, I had a disappointment, so I'm just going to jump and start something else. This is not a start, stop, start, stop. It's still a continuous journey, but see it as like, oh, I took a little break from the journey, now I'm getting back out. You're still on the same path going to where you want to go. It's not like you suddenly change the destination. And it's not even like you change the path. You're making adjustments as you go. And you can see that adjustment process that usually comes up with a disappointment and a setback as an opportunity to begin again. It's taking on the beginner's mind as opposed to what I see happen. This is another thing I see as a one-on-one coach in my practice is that if someone has experienced a lot of disappointments on a path, Uh, say that they want lasting loving partnership and there have been aspects that went well and then there have been aspects that haven't, right? And so on that journey, I see two things. I think there are people who just stay sidelined and then there are people who want to continue on the journey, but then it's like their ego won't let them acknowledge that they get to have a new start. They feel like, oh, I know that already. I'm still moving towards this thing. That's the a recipe for repeating the same pattern you just left behind. So the fresh start gives you access to a different part of yourself so that, hey, wow, I have all the wisdom and experience of what I've already gone through and what I've already experienced. But now I get to approach this situation from a new vantage point so that I can get what I want. So be mindful of, I know that already as you begin again, because you might know it, but you might not be integrating it in the way that's for your highest and greatest good. And so get out of your own fucking way and just approach it like it's the first day of kindergarten. But it's not because you you have a PhD, right? All your knowledge and experience. Yes, you have all these credentials, but it's still the first day of kindergarten. So being able to hold both of those energies at the same time is the energetic pattern or way of being of a mature and responsible adult. Next, setbacks and disappointments, how to navigate them, some more concrete guidance. And this, again, connects to the show I did on hardship, I know, is in the title. It's hardships. Revisit your truest desire. So you've gone through a setback and disappointment. You're going to revisit the truest desire and explore where you may need to be more open to all possibilities. 
Now, this is not about settling or minimizing the desire, but it's about expanding in the ways, in your perspective, in your energy, in your vision, that create more freedom and pathways to what you want. It's about releasing the rigidness. Okay, so I'll tell you what this looks like because I just went through it. I have a very specific goal in my book business. And the businesswoman in me looks at it, had been looking at it from just a net unit sales. So whatever my price point was and what I wanted to make, like I had, it was very clear what I wanted to make. And then I would think about sales in terms of price point, right? So if it's at this price, I know my royalty will be this. I times it by whatever number, or in this case, I divide it by the number that I want. So I'd have the income goal that I want. And then I would look at, okay, what am I pricing at right now? Because I do play with pricing quite a bit while knowing that there is a right price for me at any given moment. And then I factor in my royalty, what percentage I take home, and divide that by the income goal. And what I found recently was focusing on net units. I have to sell X number of units at this price point to get this goal. It was creating so much rigidity. You know, I had to hit this number, this number, right? This many net units. And so when I shifted back to, well, I know for sure I have to sell net units to get to that number. Why do I need to think about net units? And if I want to shift prices around, because I started, I'll explain to you where the rigidity came in, was I, I, there were times where I felt I wanted to play with price point in certain ways, but I was like, wait a minute, then that would be more units. And you know, I, so it made me feel lack. It made me feel scarcity. It wasn't freedom and it wasn't all the different pathways. It just kind of kept narrowing the way in which I could get what I want. And so what I recently did was I shifted into curl, just focus on the number. The net units, I don't even need to focus on because that has to be in place. People have to buy a book and then those are calculated as net units and that's just data. I don't have to focus on net units. I can just focus on the number. So then that gave me freedom if I wanted to play with price point on a particular book on a particular day at a particular time. If I wanted to advertise in a certain way, it made me look at like my advertising and marketing different differently. I just focus on the number. That's the number. I want that number. That's the number. I want that number. So then it can come to me in a lot of different ways. And any ideas that I have, they're not being limited by my rigid, my rigidity, <laughs> my rigid perspective on net unit sales. That's just one example, but we, we see it in dating too. I want this type of person in this type of way. And this, and if this person doesn't hit me back because they seem to match that, then that must mean that this isn't possible for me. That rigidness takes us out of our point of power. And it's actually not, not the energy of a, of a mature and responsible human being. Because while we can control ourselves, there are 
a lot of factors that go into the manifestation of our desire that we can't control. And so focusing on teeny tiny aspects in a way in which limits what is possible, not only does it lower our vibration, it makes us not want to keep going after a setback or disappointment. So I still count net units, like when in terms of like the way I structure, the way I track my my business, I still track my net units every single day, what was sold. But now I just see that as a number and I'm most focused on, because really that's what I care about is dollars in the bank account, right? At this point, I've made the work and I want to sell it to the peoples and tell them about it. Yes, that's a part of it, but really I'm in business. So right now I'm thinking about, okay, what number will wind up being in the bank account? And when I focus on that, as opposed to got to get this, that this way and this way and this way, and oh my God, if I, if I change the price point, then that just doubles how many things I have to sell. When I do that, it took my freedom away. It does, it's not uplifting. It's not energizing. So here's something I want to throw in that's a sidebar. Uh, and maybe I'll start saying it more and more because it's coming to me now as I'm doing this talk, is that when we are in high vibrational states, so freedom would be high vibrational, open-heartedness would be high vibrational. When we are in those states, they're energizing. When we are in lower vibrational states, they are draining. And so if there's something that feels draining, that's your sign that you need to shift your state. But you can't just say, oh, I'm going to be in joy now. You need to explore what is creating the lower vibrational state. Is it a perspective you're holding? Is it an energy that you're around that you're absorbing the energy of? Is it that something, you're chasing something, you're chasing it? Uh, Because I'll tell you this, you don't really have to chase truest desires to get them. You move towards them, but you don't have to chase them. Chances are if it's something that you're chasing, there's some aspect of it that's not for your highest and greatest good and being willing to look at that is a part of moving out of that lower vibrational state and into a higher vibrational state. All right, a couple more points here on setbacks and disappointments and how to navigate them. After a setback and disappointment, don't label yourself in any ways that make you feel bad or less than. So here's some labels that might come up. It's not meant for me. I always give up. I have no self-control. Why can't I get it together? Instead, I'd like you to, if those are coming up, go ahead and write those down and then let's shift them. So here's some ways that I shifted these statements I just gave you. So instead of it's not meant for me, I'm willing to explore why my desire is totally meant for me at this time. Shifting, I always give up to, I'm willing to continue on with a lighter and more inspired energy. I have no self-control, which shift into, I'm willing to explore if I even need self-control to accomplish this goal. (laughs) The last one, why can't I get it together? Which shift into, what if I already have all the pieces I need to accomplish this goal? 
what if I already have all the pieces I need to accomplish this goal? So again, you know, I think I've said this to you in the Mature Adult series at some point. Beating ourselves up doesn't work. I know that it's kind of common, like, oh, I'm going to be hella mean, and that's going to motivate me to do what I need to do. You know, it's kind of like that old school form of coaching, like not coaching in terms of life coaching. And maybe, I, I don't know, but more like I'm thinking like athletic coaching, you know, the really hard ass coach that was like, work it to the bone. That energy doesn't work, right? It's like uh, my spirit guides are showing me if you've seen anything about the Jacksons and the Jackson dad, the way he, he like trained the kids to be singers and stuff when they were the Jackson five, that hard ass mentality, it didn't work back then. And it sure as hell does not work now. We're just too evolved as, as a species. So don't do it with yourself. And I know it can be a default setting if maybe you grew up with someone who kind of took on that kind of hard-ass coach mentality. I had a drama teacher like that, that she she was always fucking yelling at us, like always yelling at us. And on some level, I do think it did create excellence, but it created excellence from a place of fear. And when I found myself included that worked under her, the minute we got what we needed, we went and decided to use our talents elsewhere. Like I winded up pursuing speech and debate and I would just perform monologues. I took everything this, she was a brilliant teacher. I took everything she taught me and went and used it elsewhere where it wasn't so harsh. So creating a, a, a harsh uh, motivation for yourself in your mind after a setback or disappointment is not going to help you succeed. So find ways to take that harshness, and I, I'll be honest with you, and many of us have been programmed that way, so that may be the first thing that comes up, but look at that and say, a part of being a mature, responsible adult is being able to step out of those moments and say, oh, it's not meant for me, just popped in my mind. Well, I know that's a bunch of garbage. It's meant for me. I know it's meant for me. Maybe this wasn't the moment for me. And maybe there is more for me to learn so that I'm prepared for the natural unfolding of this manifestation, but it's totally meant for me, right? So you can take the harshness and transition it into something soft while, my friends, not letting yourself off the hook. I think what happens when people try to go soft in their own personal motivation is it becomes an excuse to like, oh, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, that's okay too. No, that's also a limiting belief. So a part of being a mature and responsible adult is being able to balance those two energetically. That you're not going to extremes. And naturally, if you've been in extremes, the pendulum might swing all the way back the other way, but eventually it will settle in the middle. And so just be with the process. Yeah, you might be from go from, oh, it's not meant for me to, oh, it's so meant for me. I don't know why it hasn't happened. You, you might have those big swings, but just be with those big swings and know they don't mean anything. 
until it settles. You're hearing me say this to you. It's going to settle. And then you'll get clear on the perspective that's most going to serve you as you move through the next leg of your journey. Disappointments and setbacks are not a sign to quit. They're a sign to take a different approach, to find your center. And then lastly, focus on a series of micro steps that add up over time. I love big swings. I love big swings. But you also know, you've heard me say many, many times, my path to getting anything done, and I get a lot of shit done, is the micro steps. The micro steps that add up over time. Even my self-growth, I'll share this with you for those that do regular self-work. If I'm working through an issue, something that didn't go my way and I'm recognizing I have some, a lot of limitations around it or some limitations around it and I need to clean it up. I keep working at it incrementally, little shift here, little shift here, little shift here, knowing it all adds up. So it's not just about taking action towards the goal, but even my internal journey, I take micro steps. Now I do do big swings with, with self-work. Like I, I know this summer, I've definitely spent quite a bit of weekends uh, very intently uh, focused on healing a particular area in my consciousness because I want what I want. And if I'm holding some, some beliefs, some ways of being, some thought process, some feelings that are keeping me from it that are not in alignment with that, then I know I have to clean that up. So I have been doing that. But in between those big weekends that I do every day, I'm working on it, an aspect of it. Every day, a little sliver of time on my to-do list is for my self-work. And it's self-work, not just, oh, I'm going to be grateful and I'm you know, going to do some prayers, but it's focused on the result that I want. Again, focus on a series of micro steps that add up over time. So then when you do experience a disappointment, not only is it easier to get back on because it's just one little next step all right, yeah, that didn't go the way I wanted to. And yeah, I'm feeling a little low about it and I'm feeling my feelings and I'm going to reflect on it. But I want to keep moving towards what I want. What's the next micro step I can take? So then it gives you time. I hope you're seeing again that this mature and responsible adult vibe I, I want to infuse into you and I want you to explore doesn't have anything to do with really big shifts. It has everything to do with this tilting your head. I remember reading for a client and Spirit gave me that message for her. She was it's like she, she was looking for love. And I said, and Spirit gave me the message, tell her she just needs to tilt her head, meaning look in a different, in a slightly different direction, right? That's what it means to be a mature and responsible adult. It's not these big swings, these big transformations. They do matter and they're awesome. And I want you to have big things. But the, oftentimes the path to big things is a series of events, right? And a series of shifts and a series of insights and a series of inspirations. It's not just one eureka moment and now you're 
a multi-billionaire, right? It's all these little shifts. And so be willing to go on that journey. I think sometimes people will come to me and they'll think, wow, I'm supposed to have this big colossal shift. Amy, make this big colossal shift happen for me. Snap your fingers, girl, make it happen. And they can have that, but it might come and look like these little incremental micro shifts because every shift up is a shift up and you don't ever have to go back down as long as you keep making those teeny tiny steps upward. Even in the face of setback, it's not like you just fell to the ground and it's all over, even if it looks that way, right? Even if it looks that way, you're still where you are in your journey. And so all you have to do is keep moving upward. And it's never that people really fall backwards. What happens is usually the reason why people don't get what they want is they quit. It's not a fall. They just stay right there. If you imagine a ladder and somebody climbing a ladder, it's not like they fell down to the ground. And uh, No. What, what it is is that they're mid-ladder and they decide to stay there for their lifetime. And so I want to encourage you that you can get there. You can get to the top of the ladder. You can get to the top of the mountain. It's just those little teeny tiny shifts and disappointments and setbacks are sometimes just an opportunity to take a break, reset, keep going. Yeah? Okay. I'm Amy of Intuitive Coaching with Amy. If you are looking for a coach and you want some help, I can help you do this. I can help you get what you want. I can help you live the life of your dreams. I can help you shift energy, clear energy, transform your perspective, see things in a whole new, bright and beautiful way so you can make different choices and decisions. I can help you wake up light. I can help you wake up joyful. I can help you go to bed and feel great about yourself. I can help you manifest your desire into form. And I would love the opportunity to support you. Information on my services can be found at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. Pay extra close attention to the massive result one-year intuitive coaching package. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I look forward to connecting with you again.